mate. Getting a bit stiff. <laughs> That's a way and to cut. cut. <laughs> no, I'm good, mate. Yourself? Fucking hell. Yeah, um, yeah really good, really good. Um, we're going to do another episode. Uh, we're going to back it up. To back it up. Um, give us a couple of weeks, which would be good. Um, but yeah, I think this one's going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, as you know, we are gear knobs. We are knobs. And we talk about gears. And we talk about gear. Yeah. Um, gear. No, no, just gear. Just, just gear. gear. Um, so yeah, each week, myself or Seb will bring a car to the podcast and uh, the other person has to guess what it is. Uh, pretty much what it is, it's it's fan tales for cars. So yeah. just some series of questions, little quick bits and whatnot. So With riff, yeah. rough and banter. Riff, rough and banter. And speaking of banter, we just we did a really good episode just then. That was fun. And um, if, you, if you're listening in a sequential order... Unlike some psychos that would start and then work their way back. Yeah, start at the most recent, then go back to the early stuff. No. That's an interesting way of doing that's it. A, that's just... Do it chronologically. Yeah. Treat yourself. the beginning and see how shit we are at the beginning to see how shit we are now. But I still reckon, I don't, I don't want to, you know, like, sort of hamstring us, but I still do reckon that, like, maybe the Forerunner episode is probably the best one we've made. Forerunner is number one. So yeah, it is. Yep. But that's, it's our first. It is our first. Maybe so, we'll always think that. It is, um, yeah, so it is number one. Um, and speaking of number one, just like you guys, um, try to get us out there. Try to get us out to your friends and family, share us around and whatnot. Please. The more the more kind of traction we get, the more opportunity we get to do other bits and bobs. So, yeah, really appreciate all the love that you're currently giving us. Go our socials. We want to go back to Bathurst. Yes. <laughs> yes. That we want to go back to Bathurst. Groovy. So... Well, hit me. What have you got? You're giving me the eyes. It's interesting. It's interesting. I, don't, I, I hope you'll get it. That's what I, a lot of people say about shit things. Yeah. Well, look, <laughs> I, I have not driven one. You have not driven one. Um, I've actually never driven this type of vehicle before either as well. So, my parent company was founded in 1995. So this vehicle is a 2022, 23. Oh, it's brand new. Brand new. Okay. Right. And the company was only founded in 95. 95. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, my parent company is the world's largest electric vehicle manufacturer and is a major manufacturer of iPhone and iPad batteries. So I am the world leader in making iPhone and iPhone batteries. Right. After 10 years, my company had captured more than half the world's mobile phone battery market and was the largest manufacturer, as I was saying, and top four globally of all types of rechargeable batteries. So they are a battery manufacturer who started to make cars. Okay. Any idea yet? Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to, you know, you you obviously, you think electric vehicles, you think Tesla, Tesla, but it's not Tesla. Not Tesla. I started making passenger vehicles, trucks, buses, forklifts, and electric bikes in 2003. Okay. I entered the Australian market in 2022. So I'm brand new to our market. Last year. Right. Though my brand was only been in Australia for one year, one of my sister cars became the second best selling electric vehicles in Australia behind only the model Tesla, Tesla Model 3. Okay. Okay. As of November 2023, I am the largest plug-in electric vehicle manufacturer in the world, overtaking Tesla. Wow. So it's the company you've never heard of that is bigger than Tesla. Wow. Okay. Yep. My parent company, 
and Toyota formed a joint venture. The first product um, conceived uh, by the joint venture is the Toyota BZ3, uh, which was manufactured Never by heard of that. which is yeah no, which is manufactured by FAW Toyota. Um, so yeah, I was born out in 2022 here. My top of the range vehicle, 523 brake horsepower. Shits. And reaching 100 k's in under 3.8 seconds. That's quick. My range is 520 kilometers per charge. Just reasonable like that. So it's a diesel. No, it's a... <laughs> uh, I'm all-wheel drive. I'm a four-door sedan. Sedan. Yes. And my name is inspired by a pinup head. What the fuck is that? A mammal. A mammal? Mm-hmm. As in like a sea mammal. A pinniped. A, a sea mammal. Yep. I kind of look like the model Tesla 3 with a mixture of the Atlantra N series. The badge of the car has been changed from three words down to one because us here in Australia and in Europe hated the three words across the back of the car. Uh, I think I've got a clue now. What am I? Is that the last clue? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, oh, it's not a Polestar. No, it's not a Polestar, but that's a very good guess. BYD. It is a BYD. Is it a BYD? It is a BYD. Oh, shit. They've got massive. Wow. BYD seal. Seal. Yep. Okay. Pinniped. Pinniped. That's the word of the night. <laughs> You're a pinniped. I'll bring it up because I don't know if you've actually seen one before. I haven't seen... I've um, seen the, the sister car that you were talking about that everyone drives. Dolphin. The Dolphin. That, that's what it is. Like the um, crossover yes. looking thing. So this is... I'll turn the screen. This is a BYD seal. Wow. As you can see. They're it, gorgeous. It is a very Elantra N-esque yes. slash model Tesla 3 looking vehicle. I think, they I think they're are gorgeous. One of the best looking electric car. The th- okay, we're going to get right into electric cars. I don't hate them. I think they're great. I think it's the way of the future. We're going to move to it eventually. We are not set up for it in Australia. We will have a big conversation about it. But yeah, that, that's a whole couple of episodes in itself. So the interior. So I've watched a couple of reviews on this thing um, uh, from overseas and whatnot, and apparently the the build quality is exponential. Mm. Given, and I'm not ragging on Chinese cars at all in mm. any sort of way. Yes. But historically, they're generally cheaper. They leave a bit to be desired. You can feel the cheapness in them. Yeah. I haven't sat in one, and I'm going to go actually do it maybe over the next few weekends or something. Um, but this screen here, everyone, I'm pointing at the screen, but anyway, you'll figure it out. That rotates. So Oh, you, you can, can go from there. like landscape to portrait. You can see it's there. Oh, and, shit. And then she turns sideways. But yeah, apparently the interior is Mercedes. It's very... Um, it's giving me that. It's, it's given... It's it's very well built. It's well put together. It's not crummy. It's it's a good car, apparently. And look, I I hate Tesla. I have to say it. I'm not a fan of Tesla. I yeah. Think, I think good on Elon for doing what he's doing, but he ultimately is a bit of a fuckwit. Um, so I... You see, like, people have their Teslas and stuff, and they are poor quality. Yeah, the build quality on it is lackluster. Very, slap it together, get it out. Especially when the Cybertruck started rolling off the lot, you're like, what is the panel gapping here? Yeah, right. Guys, this is a brand new vehicle. Yeah, 
horrible, horrible things. Um, but yeah, the BYD. So yeah, BYD. Um, They've I, really come out of nowhere. They they have. So as I was saying, um, they only really came to Australia in 2022. I am blown away that A, it's outsold Tesla this year. It just goes it's, to show, hey, you yep. know, wow. Yep, overtaking Tesla. And look, I think we've got to give Tesla credit, due credit, because they kind of they pretty launched well the way. Paid, yeah, they, they pretty well paved the way. They, um, they had the blueprint there. Elon, I'm pretty sure, from what I remember, he kind of gave the blueprints out to everyone and was like, these go. Yeah. Sort it out yourselves. Yeah. Um, and you can see it slowly taking off. And I think I think eventually we will move down the, the route of most cars being electric yeah. or most manufacturers having an electric option. an electric option yes. for us. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I'm really attracted to with the BYD and BYD in general is is the fact that it wasn't a car company who's tried to build an electric car. No, they've off the bat gone, we are an EV. We are a battery manufacturer. Yeah, so they've already got car. all of that history. Exactly. Research and development yes. in battery technology, which clearly has worked because as you said, what, um, they're in mobile phones and laptops and shit for how long now? Uh, well, since 1995, the company was founded, but um, they were, uh, so after 10 years, so in 2005, the company had more than half the world's mobile phone battery market. That's a monopoly. That is ballistic. That's incredible to yep. think. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I remember reading up a little bit about these guys because we were driving through Cardiff one day and yep. they've got a BYD car lot on the corner of... Um, Yes. Main Road and the other one and Macquarie Road. Yes. yes. Um, and I remember saying, "Who? What the? What the fuck are these BYDs? Yeah. Who I would call a car bid? build your dreams?" Yeah, I was or, like, "What?" Yeah, but I didn't realize it would build your dreams. I thought, I thought it was bid. Did I'm you like, see the badge? Have you seen the badges across them? The back of them? I have seen the build your dreams oh, thing. Yeah, look, terrible. I, I like, that I like the me off that car. Yeah, stop. I, I think I like the idea behind the name of Build Your Dreams, yes. but having that on the back of a car seems a little... Wanky. Bit of a wank. Yeah. Just a little bit of a and wank. And it's a bit, I think, for us here in Australia, we would rip on people. Oh, we'd scoff at it. We'd be like, ugh, yuck. What's this all high and mighty bullshit you got exactly. in the back of your car? You or like, why do you want to be inspirational with your fucking yeah, we got a, car? Yeah, I don't know, like, for our international uh, listeners... Listener. You might or <laughs> listener. Um... <laughs> Um, we've got a, a thing called the tall poppy syndrome in Australia. Yes. So anyone that seems to be doing well and, you know, uh, that is above the rest of the crowd, instantly cut down. Yep. Shut up. You were as good as us. You are no better. Exactly. Even if they're not demonstrating to be better than everyone else. Yeah. We will still go. Shut up, dickhead. Your shit. Get yeah. Down. Yes. And then they have to build themselves back up and then we'll be like, oh yeah, these guys. Yeah. 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 More on over here. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the look of the seal. I think they look smart. They, they're not, they, the thing that I don't like about electric cars is that they look like electric cars. Yes. Whereas these look like a Kia a Sportage yep. or something like that. Well, the only reason why I kind of started looking into these things and saw it, I was driving through on the way back from the gym one day and there was a truckload of them. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I was like, just look, I have to look twice. I'm like, I've never seen that before. What yeah. is it? I thought it was a Hyundai. I'm like, is this the new Elantra? And I looked at it twice. And I'm like, hang on, no, that's a BYD. I'm like, what the hell? 
and then looked it up, Googled it, and yeah, it's only just coming out. Yeah. There's a lot of people driving them around Newcastle now. Massive. MG as well. Like, MG's uh, a massive here in Newey. Um, yeah. And, and, which is actually really surprising, Newcastle being so formidably electric car orientated. Friendly, it? yeah. Yeah. It, it is. Considering um, we're a steel city. Yeah, but we've got infrastructure for it. We you do. know, we've got the... As funny as it sounds, it's a big contradiction. We've got the coal here, yeah, to power, yeah, all of the all of the electric cars. So you can't have those wind turbines off offshore. Uh, offshore. No, you can't have that. It'll look terrible. It would look terrible, wouldn't it? Especially especially in sea fog when you can't see it. Exactly, or the backdrop of all the coal ships out there. Yeah, oh, what an eyesore. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, no, I remember seeing these things start on the road, like hit the road. And yeah, exactly the same as it was like. Who is licensing these keyers? Who's yeah. building these keyers? Well, I thought it was they ain't keyers. No, it's its own its own, its own block, like big company. Like, yeah, it's just it must be just affiliated, obviously, with Kia at Cardiff and Toyota at Cardiff because they're in the same yard. Yeah, yeah. but, but yeah, um, I think they're great looking, and I I'm I'm interested to see why they're going down the route of the the ocean route because they've got the dolphin, the seal. Have they got another model? Chocolate starfish. No, I Chocolate don't. starfish. <laughs> Great band. Um, but yeah, um, I I think that it is a very great and um, I think it's a very smart idea starting out purely yep. as an EV manufacturer, yep. not as a regular car manufacturer mm. and then, you know, trying to transform because then you've got all of the stigma attached to, you know, like, you guys went woke. Rah! Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And I think there's a couple of manufacturers that are falling behind. And surprisingly, it's one of the biggest manufacturers in the world. Toyota are falling behind in the electric game, I feel. They won't touch, e- they won't touch EVs. Yeah. There's reasons for it. Look, that, that, I, that hydrogen or whatever. Yeah, the hydrogen fuel cells that they're putting a lot of time and effort into. Um, I somewhat agree with you in the way that you know EVs are the way of the future. Um I don't think they're going to be the sole. I don't think it's thing. the. I don't think it's the sole answer. No. Um, hybrids are going to be a big stopgap. Yeah. Between purely internal combustion um, powered cars mm. and whatever the next, you know, big technology is, whether it is Toyota forging the way with hydrogen fuel cells. Yeah. Or, you know, we do go full EV, but producing the batteries for EV vehicles is so unbelievably destructive to the environment. 100%. Um, Not just the environment, but the labor that is used to get the nickel, to get the cobalt and stuff like that. It's all coming out of third world countries in Africa that are being expropriated for their wealth of these rare earth elements. Um, And, you know, like companies like Tesla... Yes. Have profited yes. off yes. child labor. Yes. Um, it's gross. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of these, and I hate using the name because all of the moron VESS owners that, you know, sit around calling EV owners EV, EV angelica, um, angelicals or whatever they are. <laughs> um, yeah, like, that, that's where I get a bit sick with it. Um, yeah. Especially when you, you do get, you know, the stereotypical Tesla owner who is like, Tesla is the best way to do it. 
EVs like, are the only way to do it. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about how good it is for the environment, but then when you actually go through the manufacturing of the vehicle, the kilometers of emission-free motoring that you supposedly do by you know using an EV will never outweigh the emissions in the manufacturing of that vehicle. Mm, yeah. Um, which is a huge hurdle, and you know. Maybe there is another battery, t- you know, technology out there that is, you know, on the cusp of, you know, coming through to the forefront that yep. will remedy all of these issues that we're having. And I think a company like BYD for how long they've been around for and whatnot. If anyone's going to do it, it's probably going to be these guys. Probably those guys, yeah. And look, I, I probably should have done a bit more research around how they actually get their um, batteries and whatnot. But from what I recall, and if I'm wrong, sorry, but I'm pretty sure they do a lot of recycling. Cool. Um, so they do cool. they do reuse a lot of stuff awesome the seal itself apparently is one of the first ones where the battery is built uh, as you can take it out so it's like a Samsung yes so you can pull the battery out put a new battery put a new in. one in yeah 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 where um, it's not like a structural member of the car no like in a Tesla Model 3 correct um, I was watching a review on them and they crashed it so they crashed it at I think 60 kilometers on the side of it, so like as a side impact, battery wasn't damaged. Yeah. Turned it around, did it exactly the same on the other side, battery wasn't damaged. Yeah. They then got, I think it was like, they dropped something with a pin on it or, or whatnot to try to pierce the battery, wouldn't, would not break. Yeah. So. Cause that, you know, that's another one of the big, um, things where people are nervous that you're going to fucking blow up like a Samsung on an airplane. Yeah. Cause if you get it, like we're seeing footage of, Teslas and hybrids and stuff like that that are just well Hammond's what was it the um Rimac pardon me the Rimac yeah that he crashed it just kept it kept burning burning and burning for 15 and hours burning yeah yeah because these battery fires you can't put out no these vehicles are having to be submerged yes to starve it of oxygen the only reason they're not burning in water is because there's no available oxygen to, oxygen to burn yeah if there was They'd still be on fire. Still be on fire. Um, you know, we're seeing footage of it all the time. Um, in Australia, we've got a lot of hybrid diesel trucks on the road now. Oh. Um, Isuzu is one of the big players. Don't in, hold back. In the uh, don't hold back. Um, go your own way. Um, <laughs> um, they're, um, yeah, they're, we, we had a tow truck oh. come in the other day. Hybrid. Hybrid diesel um yeah, set up in this Isuzu um, tow truck, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, because that, to me, for, you know, like um, heavy vehicles and stuff like that, seems like the most logical next step. Yes. You know, you're cutting down on emissions because you Buses. don't... Yeah, you no don't need stuff. to have yep. a, uh, a huge big diesel engine purely powering a transmission to get drive. Correct. Yeah. You've got these you know, mild hybrid systems that Mazda is also using in their new CX-60 and CX-90. Yes, they are too, yes. They're using a three-point whatever it is liter straight six engine, mm-hmm. which, thank you, Mazda. Thank you, thank you, thank you for jumping on board with the straight six. It is the best layout of an engine that you could ever manufacture. Yeah. Um, and instead of having a torque converter in between the transmission and the engine... They're putting in a mild hybrid system yep. where, you know, like taking off the electric will, you know, do all the work um, and then switch over, yep. which 
awesome. I think that's an awesome stopgap. Is it the full answer? No. Maybe, maybe not. Only time's going to tell. I think so. And I think, I think we will see it in our lifetime. Oh, we if, will. Yeah. If we become fully or not fully. Um, I think we're in a, I think we're going down the right pathway. I would not turn my nose up to an electric car. Um, I think we've got the infrastructure here in Newcastle for it, but yep. if you want to go and do long trips, you've really got to plan it. Well, that's it. You're like, if you want to go, well, I mean, look, what was it? 520 kilometers per charge. That's so a this, good range. This apparently charges in 60 minutes as well, full. Okay. Which is... Is that depending on the charger you I use? I think it depends so. on the charger you yeah. use, etc. So if you just plug it into the wall here, I think it's like eight hours. Yeah, it's night. going to take forever. Which, you know, if you're sleeping, if you, you get home after work... If you work in town... Plug it in. Yeah, and you live in suburban yep. Newcastle... You'll be right. It's going to be the perfect car for you. Exactly. Um, and then if you're travelling to... Well, you'd be able to get to Sydney and back very easily on 520 Yeah, hours. and there's plenty of charging stations in between. Exactly. And I think the cool thing is with electric cars and the way they're kind of setting up all the, the charge points is it forces people to stop as well. Absolutely. Therefore, there's more of a chance for these people that are waiting for their vehicles to charge yes. to get out of yes. their vehicle and spend money in the local economy. That's it. But also safety. So every two hours you should stop Fatigue and revise the vibe. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think that that really does do that too. Like, it, you know, you're stopping, you're forcing to stop to actually charge. Instead of it's a quick like, splash and dash. Yeah. You know, you're forced to kind of stop. Um, I really like... So guess how much these are. So top of the range, 523 brake horsepower, four-door sedan, brand new off the line. 65.70. 58. Hey. Yeah, 58. Wow. Yep. Okay, I, d- I didn't expect it to be so affordable. I suppose that's it's why there's so cheap. fucking many of them. It's cheap. That, that's what... Because that was the biggest problem yep. with Tesla when yep. they first came to Australia. Oh, they're still expensive. They, were, they still are. So fucking cost prohibitive. You I, cannot I just, buy the, one. The Tesla, as I said, it pisses me off. Like, I don't like the minimalistic interior of it like I don't I don't like that I think you, you're in a car because you're in a car yeah you know, I, I don't know how to explain it I just think like you're not in a fucking spa no you, you want to know you're in a car you're driving a you, you're driving a thing that could kill somebody yes you, you don't want to be in a relaxed well you want to be in a relaxed environment but you don't want to be so relaxed that you're like mm, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually. And I'm assuming it's got self parking, self driving features. Everything. It'd have everything. Everything. You can't sell a car, an no. EV even, with like that without those features these no, days. Exactly I think you'd right. be pretty, you know, reprimanded. I think pretty most cars these days have kind of those features to have it there. Yeah. Um, how do you feel though around the whole electric market? And I guess with the nature of work you do, do you think it's going to change much in the way, like if we were to go tomorrow, all electric for whatever reason, is that it done? Or we would have to, as mechanics, we'd have to adapt. Yeah. But at the end of the day, these cars still need brakes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, like wheel bearings, um, all of these serviceable items that, you know, an EV and an internal combustion engine would use. Yeah. They, they, they still need tyres, wheels, brakes, suspension components, bushes, yep. all of that. Um, Pretty sure you would... Can you service an electric engine? Or is that um, a dumb question? I don't know. So they use like... Dipstick cool, question? We haven't had a dipstick, dipstick question in such a long time. So hybrids and EVs, um, they've got like 
coolant and stuff for the um, electric motors sure. and the inverters and stuff to keep them cool because yep. they run it in crazy, crazy voltages. Um, they still need servicing. They you still need to change the coolant in the hybrid systems on Toyotas and shit like that. Like yep. they still need servicing. Sure, the intervals are a lot more spread out, um, but you know the the work's still there. Um, our in my industry would just have to adapt. Yep. It would definitely take some a lot of businesses down with it. Yeah, I was going to ask um, that. It really would because there would be people that would find that they, they like people that would be you know midway to the end of their career. Yeah, and no, like that. what's the point of them reskilling? Yeah, it would cost them so much to retool. Yeah, to have all of the safety features, all of the training and stuff that they would be required to do. Yeah, um, it just wouldn't be worth it for them. But for someone like me mm-hmm. who is very young in the industry doesn't have a lot of you know time or experience in the industry yet i'm in the perfect position to you know be at the forefront to be at the forefront of that um which is something that you know my shop will do both my boss and i have spoken about doing the hybrid um system ticket yep um and i think we will do that next year um just because we are seeing more of these hybrids that need work yeah um, and it's work that, you know, it's money we're giving away to other shops that are able to do it. Yeah. Um, there's I think, a, no, <laughs> and uh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, I think the mechanical industry, regardless if we go fully electric or not, will always be there because we obviously this whole podcast has arrived off classic cars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Cars from the seventies are still getting around today. Oh yes. So they still need to be serviced. It just means that yeah. new the, cars. Yeah. You know, you know, potentially may not be full. No, you know, but that's also the other sort of scary thought, I suppose. Um, we're seeing it happen. It's happened in Japan already. We're seeing it. It's happening in the UK. It's happening in America mm. um, and and Europe. Um, taxes on older cars, interesting, have increased exponentially because they're big emitters. Um, take, uh, let's say a 1978 Chevrolet Camaro, mm. big V8 fuel guzzler. It's going to emit because it's an old car too. So it doesn't have like a catalytic converter. Yeah. Um, it's going to emit a lot more than a brand new little MG patch. Yeah. So, you know, these governments are realizing that. And in an effort to get these vehicles off the road, they are making it increasingly harder to have these vehicles um, insured, to have them registered, to keep them on the road. So in London, there's like a 25, I think it might be a 25 kilometer radius or something like that. Um, Whereas if you have these older vehicles, you are taxed exponentially more for operating that vehicle in that environment than say a a brand new Mercedes. Yeah, um, it's happening in America. It's happening all it happening around the world. Here? No, not yet. Do not yet. Will? I think it, it potentially will happen in big cities. It'll probably happen in Sydney and Brisbane and Canberra. Fuck, that's going to be the biggest uproar. Um, it will be because we are extremely dependent on our cars in Australia. Our cities are built around driving cars. cars. Yeah, not around like, not around pedestrians. No. Around public transport. No. Um. And it's, it's shit. You could we could talk to Cal about this for fucking hours. Mm. I have no doubt. 
Um, but yeah, that's just the way it is here. You know, our identity, I suppose, is built around the motor vehicle. Yeah. Because in the seventies, we had yeah, crazy manufacturing happening here. We had some of the you know, the best manufacturing facilities um, in the world. Yeah. In the seventies and the eighties, we had huge, huge car factories. Um, they're all empty now, but and that's, <laughs> I think that's the thing that we uh, I guess falling behind with here in Oz is that we have got the opportunity to be a world leader in renewables. Yeah, in renewables, just in manufacturing. In just we've got the space. Yeah, we've got the space, we've got, we've got, the, got the resources. Yes, exactly right. Like why not I don't want to say anything. We've got the manpower. Why not? Like let's let's literally get on board with it because um and again, I think we're gonna go straight into politics with it all, but it's the older generation, um, unfortunately, mm. that's probably holding it back a little bit to say, no, it's not happening. Yeah. It's just like, well, and it also kind just, of needs to happen. It though. does need to because we need something to reinvigorate this economy. Yeah. Um, we can't rely on coal. No. No. We've seen how that went when China decided to buy less. Yep. We, we fucking felt it. Yep. And I was working in the coal industry when that happened. I was like, wow, there's no work anymore. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's an, going to be a very interesting space these next 10 to 10, 15 I was years. Say next 10 to 15. It's going to yeah, be very interesting. Just to see what happens. Um, as a mechanic, I, and like seeing the way that the industry has evolved over the last five years, um, I, I don't think fully electric vehicles are the answer just yet. No, I, I, I agree. I think for a you know all encompassing sort of yes. situation. Yeah, I don't think it's the solution. No, um, as you were saying, before, it might be a part of the solution. Correct, it's a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, at all, but I don't think it's the whole answer. I think eventually we will get there, maybe in like fifty years time. But um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be the, the the be all and end all right now. No, um, but I think we are on the right path, and I feel feel like as we were saying before, companies like BYD, yeah, are the forefront of it, and and Absolutely. I I am I love to see I don't want to say an underdog because they're not an underdog, but I love to see a company like this just kind of come just out of left field. Hey guys, if we're here, yeah, this is us. This is what we've built. This is what we've been doing for the last it was fifteen very, years. It was a very sleeper approach too, wasn't it? Like it wasn't like nothing, nothing. We're here. We're here, but it wasn't. Bang in your face, we're here. It's just like, we're here. There's cars on the road already. Yep. We've sold this amount of vehicles. Yep. We've got dealerships set up now in, you know, prime locations. Yep. Um, they've been so smart about it. So smart. So smart about it. And look what it's doing. We're literally having a conversation about it. And it, hey, it's worked, yep. hasn't it? It's worked. 100%. Well... Another good episode. Another good episode. Our first EV. I think it's our. It's exactly our first. I don't think it'll be our. I don't think it'll be the last. last. I no. think there's a lot of electric cars that are coming out, or a lot of manufacturers that are going electric and going green. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see how it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm keen to see all the different approaches. Yeah, I think so. I think if manufacturers can kind of tap into people's. I don't want to say green side, but if they can tap into that green side, but then also keep at the forefront what people like about a car. Yeah. I think we're going to hit down the right path. I think the biggest change for us here in Oz is when we start to see electric utes and electric four-wheel drives. Yeah. Because if you get those guys on board, mm. we're yeah. good. 
vehicles that are able to go from job site to job site yep. um, and then of a weekend have a caravan uh, or a bike of, uh, you know, a bike trailer with dirt bikes and stuff on the back. Like yep. that, that's going to be what turns Australia around yep. completely. Yep. Yeah, exactly um, right. Until that point, I suppose we'll we've see. still got Scott Morrison ringing in our ears saying that uh, EVs are going to destroy your weekend or whatever it was that he fucking turned around and said. But yeah, anyway, let's not get political. Well, another great episode. Another thank good you, one. No, um, thank you. Cheers for the first EV. That was fun. No, it was good. That was actually some really good conversation too. And it was a good... You had no idea. I had no idea. I love that. It's and fucking I, hard to stump you as but well. But I did guess it. You did guess it. I did it. guess it. It gave it away when you said the, the, the three. three letter, the three words. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him fucking good. Because he's the past few times you've got me, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, yep, I got it. So I was... I was you were close. Racking my brain. You were close. Because I was going Polestar. Look, I... We'll save that for another episode. I think Volvo, what they do in Polestar, uh, I think that's cool. I keep from, doing it. I've been inside one. Fuck, it's nice. Ooh, mm. interesting. Very nice. Mm. But anyway, awesome. Follow our socials. Yes. Um, go buy our merch, please, because we need to fund the shitbox rally next year. Yes. Um, also, we said it last episode. Someone sell us a uh, an AU Falcon or a uh, Mitzi. Magna. Uh, Magna, that'd be great. Or what else could we possibly get that's absolutely tragic? I'd take a Lancer. Mm-hmm. I'd take a Peugeot. I'd love a Peugeot. Or a BMW. Just we want some something sort of... that will get us there. <laughs> <laughs> Not break down half the way. BMW. I don't want to pay. I don't want to play mechanic the whole trip. <laughs> Just bashing it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Legends. Uru. Tripping up.